the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Is it Wednesday night? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> hump day. Hump day. Yeah, so why did we start this hump day? I thought we was past the hump on all this. Trump was a foreign Russian agent uh, colluding with the Russians who obstructed justice. I thought that we had already we had passed the hump of that since there was no evidence of any of that having been committed. No proof whatsoever. According to Mueller himself. Just a, just a little while ago, a few weeks ago. So why do we get up on hump day today and see Mueller come to the microphone? Yeah, we did. We're going to talk about that tonight with none other than Sidney Powell. She could have predicted all of this. Wait, I think she did in her book called License to Lie about the Department of Injustice. And this playbook was written long ago by Mueller. So I'm glad and proud that Sydney's going to be on the show later tonight after the first break around uh, 15 minutes past the hour. And uh, we'll hear her perspective on that. But we got other ground to cover tonight. Yes, we do. Guess which agency or department of the government that's created a new position of of they're calling it a, a somewhat of a coordinator, but it's really a welcome wagon hashtag babysitting position. And so my right hand man here, if he decides he needs a little part time gig or wants to wants to get out of the studio and go. uh diaper some babies maybe he might want to jump in on this position so we've got some updates later to give you guys also on the border as well as some breaking news on the abortion front we've got rachel bovard who's going to be back with us Uh, she's going to be talking about another aspect of the department of injustice in a way in which the power has been amassed to the department of justice in order to take the power away from the executive branch and even congress so we've got a jam-packed show for you guys i would love to hear from you If you want to chime in on those topics or just anything else that's on your mind, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. My question of the day would be for you guys, if you want to weigh in on this Mueller thing, my question for you guys really is, what should Trump and the Trump administration do now? What should his next move be? Because his response to Mueller today was basically case closed over and out. And I don't think that that should be to say, oh, see, nothing nothing to see here move along. I'm not sure that's the right response. So I would love to hear from you guys as to what you think the next step should be. And this would be in addition to the investigations currently underway by with Attorney General Barr, the Inspector General, and the U.S. Attorney who was brought in, Durham. Uh, speaking of the man who might be interested in a babysitting gig outside the radio station, or maybe not, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. Now, your life. DJ I got one job. I got one one main hustle. It's here at the station. Yeah, you got to hustle. I don't know. I think you you do. You kind of hustle on the bikes up and down the roads. I try. I try. Uh, on a serious note, though, on the Mueller statement he made, did you notice there was one word he didn't use in the whole statement? Well, you listened to it longer than I did uh, this morning. So uh, you listened, and what did you not hear? He never said the word collusion. That there was collusion, wasn't collusion. The word collusion was not used at all. Interesting that that C word was left out. 
I know that the G word was left out. He never said guilty. And uh, one of the areas in which the left is trying to say that to, to cover up for the fact that that Mueller didn't accuse President Trump. He comes out today. He didn't say the guilty word. Let me backtrack. One of the things let's talk about, first of all, because I, I want Sidney Powell to weigh in a little bit. The left is trying to justify some of what Mueller did today by saying that he was a special prosecutor versus an independent counsel. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. I want kind of want to back up as to why he even spoke today at all, because really, didn't he speak in his report? He comes out today and says, my testimony is the report. So then why are you even flapping your gums in the first place today, man? You've got nothing else to say outside the report and the report speaks for you. Then why are you with the microphone? Oh, I know. Because you don't want to answer questions under oath. And if you don't want to answer questions under oath because you know that you can't answer questions by the Republican Party as to why you even continued on day two since the day you walked in, you knew that there was no collusion and no conspiracy. Why did you keep going past day two? That's one question he doesn't want to have to answer. Why did he come to the microphones today at all? Why did he do this? I think it's pretty clear. And I said this morning, what what do you guys expect him to say? Why is he doing this? I said to stir the pot. To stir the pot. And why does he need to come out and stir the pot today? I posted a poll today. And I said, this is why he's coming out today. Because there was a poll that came out that said that John Brennan, a former uh, uh, spy dude, part of the intelligence community, is trying to pressure to not have declassifications. And the American people consider that obstruction. Some people said, well, he's not really in charge of it. How could that be obstruction? That's kind of not the point. The point of the poll is, is that the American people have turned away from, they, they considered after the Mueller report was released, they considered Trump innocent, and they listened to Barr and his testimony before Congress. They watched that interview with him. They've also been paying attention, the interview with Barr and Bill Hemmer on Fox News, in which he talked about all of his concerns about how this thing started, when he talked about how Bill Barr talked about how Mueller did not investigate the government and their role here. And there was a lot of serious questions that needed to be answered, that it was not a question of was there spying of the opposition party, but whether or not there was predication, predicate for it is, I think, the legal term for that. On top of it, what did Mueller do after Bill Barr released his summary, his four-page summary? Mueller was angry. The bar released a four-page summary with the conclusions that there was no no collusion, no conspiracy, and no obstruction. He was angry about that. And when Barr went before Congress, what did they criticize him for? One guy said, well, I didn't like how you put out that summary. You put out a summary three weeks before you released the report. Those three weeks were critical. Barr was like, why were they critical? And the guy wouldn't answer. They were critical because those three weeks, in those three weeks, between Barr's summary and when the report was released, the American people had already had that had the conclusions in their mind that Trump was innocent. So you've got now, you've got going into 2020, you've got polls coming out that the American people want declassification. You've got that the American people want the focus to move away from Trump, that it was over and done, that there was no collusion, no conspiracy. And by the way, collusion is not a crime. There was no conspiracy, nor was there any obstruction. And the American people l- listened to what Barr said, and they wanted an investigation of the investigators. And you see Trump's polling numbers upwards of about 50%. You see polls coming out saying that at this point, with this economy the way it is, there's really not nothing that the Democrats can do. There's not one of the gang of 45 of them running that's got a shot of beating him. So then Mueller has to come to the microphones today. They were angry that they didn't get to control the narrative when the Mueller report came out. 
And they needed to seize the narrative back and turn it against President Trump. So what Mueller did today, and even Alan Dershowitz, who had defended Mueller, came out today and said he has proven that he is a partisan. He proved today that he is the henchman for the Democrat Party. And to those who say that, I heard this on another media outlet saying that it was clear that Barr respects, that uh, Mueller respects Barr. Respects Barr? He called Barr a liar. He came out today and said that that he was prohibited under the, I think it was the Office of Legal Counsel, he was prohibited from indicting Trump. And Barr had said three times that he had multiple conversations, or he had multiple conversations three times with Mueller, and that Mueller never indicated that being prohibited from indicting Trump would stop him from reaching any conclusions. And Mueller himself even, Mueller even contradicts himself there because he says, well, I'm prohibited from indicting because of the independent... Office of Legal Counsel, but I'm unable to exonerate him. Well, basically what you're saying is you didn't find any evidence of a crime. Because we know from Ken Starr that whether or not you can actually indict a president does not preclude you, does not prohibit you from stating that crimes were committed. Ken Starr laid out 11 of them. So it was just weasel speak. He could have. He could have asserted that President Trump, the word that was missing that we talked about in the beginning, the G word, he could have said, as Ken Starr did, that he was guilty of committing these crimes. However, I cannot indict him under the Office of uh, Independent Counsel, not Office of Independent Counsel, the uh, OLC, I think it is. But he had no evidence of a crime. And what Mueller did, then he had to twist it. He had to, because he had the, no evidence of a crime, he had to twist it and say and upend our entire legal system. Every American should have the hair on the back of their neck stand up that we had an, unindi- an unelected, unaccountable man hijack this country. The power that was given this man and this incredibly powerful man stands before the American people and changes American jurisprudence and says, I'm unable to exonerate him. In other words... The new, the new standard now, upending the Constitution, trashing the Constitution, flushing, flushing it down the toilet, he says to America, in essence, you're guilty until proven innocent. And even worse, Trump wasn't even allowed to defend himself and prove his innocence. Somebody else gets to decide whether or not he's innocent? Americans, wake up. This affects all of us. John Cardillo had a great analogy that he tweeted out today, and he's a former lawman. He says, the trooper didn't catch you speeding and has no evidence that you were speeding, but he doesn't have confidence that you clearly weren't speeding, so your insurance company should infer what they will and change your rates accordingly. All Mueller did today was confirm to the American people that he's nothing but a political hack who knew what his job was, this is the, which was to do the, the bidding of the Democrat Party, to pick up the Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and James Comey, Andrew McCabe ball and run with it, to do everything that he could to continue to cover up the crimes, the same people who covered up for Hillary Clinton's crimes, to cover up their crimes, and then continue to try to undermine and destroy Trump. All he did was prove to the American people that the deep state is alive and well. And that should scare every American. 
We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to discuss this more with Sydney Powell, see what she has to say about it. She's the author of the book License to Lie. And I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly, devastating seven year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day out of BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the DR01943736 and MLF Moment32583. And it's an equal opportunity lender. Let's start your summer off with a healthy smile. Dr. Gray and Dr. Hurtado, as a way to welcome you to their family, they're offering 15% off all treatments for the month of May because they want you to feel great about your smile. 
Give them a call and find out the details of this offer, but 15% off their treatments. And listen, if you haven't been to the dentist in decades, don't worry about it. There's no scolding. They're not going to make you feel bad about being away for so long. They've been doing this for 30 years. They've seen and have taken care of everything possible. And if you're really terrified of the dentist, they have complimentary sedation dentistry. So you go, you sit back in this nice leather chair, listen to relaxing music, take a pill, you're out. They do all the dental work and you wake up and you feel better than ever. 619 619-337-7700. 619-337-7700. 15% off in the month of May. Jeff Gray with an A, Jeff Gray, DDS.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Kind of catchy. I'm liking that rap from Donald J. Trump. Hey, I'm sitting here. If you guys are watching on Facebook Live, you can see that I'm sitting here wearing my Creeps on a Mission t shirt that I got from my gal, Sidney Powell. Yeah, you guys got to go to creepsonemission.com and get your t-shirt and also get the book License to Life. If you haven't read it already, I know many of my peeps and my my listeners already have the book and uh, we're shocked, but glad that they got it to understand what's been going on with the DOJ. So as soon as I heard Mueller was coming out to speak today, I reached out to Sydney to have her on the show and here he is. Hey, Sydney Powell, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Andrea. Okay, so to me... The headlines today after the speech should have been gross abuse of power by corrupt FBI DOJ continues. Instead, Mueller gave the propagandist what they wanted. He gave them headlines that Trump would have been indicted if he wasn't a president. And that's a lie, isn't it? Yeah, that's not true at all. I mean, Mr. Mueller told Mr. Barr three different times that he that the OLC decision opinions, two of them written under two different administrations, was not the reason they were not coming to a conclusion. In fact, he said he couldn't even tell him what the reason was. So at least, what, a month later, they figured out that the reason is because of the OLC decision that he said it wasn't to begin with. It makes no sense at all. And aside from that, if you look at uh, page nine of volume two of the report, you will see them talking about potentially relevant obstruction statutes in an ordinary case. That means they have absolutely nothing. There was no valid obstruction statute that applied to the conduct they alleged at all, even if you assumed it was all true. Aside from the fact the president had the absolute right to fire Mr. Comey and do what he wanted to do with that job. Yeah, in fact, I think Barr said, uh, because some of the people today, by the way, were justifying this by saying that Mueller couldn't use the G word that he was guilty. He couldn't do what Ken Starr did and lay out uh, emphatically the assertion that there were crimes that were committed because he was a special. They said that he because he was a special prosecutor versus an independent counsel like Ken Starr. But that doesn't make sense. Barr said that it was bizarre that he said, use the words bizarre, that Mueller refused to reach a conclusion. Here, He went on to say that prosecutors do not endlessly investigate and then fail to reach a conclusion and then just dump a report off into the atmosphere. That's nonsense. Exactly. His whole job was to decide decide if it should be prosecuted. And I said when it first came out, the very fact that he didn't recommend further charges is itself an exoneration because that's all prosecutors do. They don't technically exonerate somebody. They just decide we're either indicting or we're not indicting. 
and the whole 200 and something pages of volume two was irrelevant. It was a smear tactic. He was feeding red meat to the Democrats and he just fed them a whole new round of it today. Right. And, and but, there, that, but that's what he was set out to do anyway. Exactly. That's, so that's he, why he did yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, his role was, and I tweeted out this morning that, he, you know, he did today. He knew what his job was. His job was to uh, do everything he could to destroy President Trump. That was what the investigation was about, what his report was meant to do and the presser today, because there was absolutely no reason for him to speak today. He comes out and says, the report's my testimony. Then why are you opening your mouth, scumbag? You liar. Right. Why are you? He should have shut up then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so he just proved, he proved that he's a partisan hack. He proved that the deep state is meant to, to control. They are continuing to attempt to control our elections. This was all supposed to be about uh, outside interference in our elections. No, what this is really all about is the U.S. government and FBI and DOJ, and it went on, including the Obama administration, seeking to interfere in our elections, to set up an insurance policy, trying to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, try to make sure she won, and then if by chance she lost, have an insurance policy to launch a coup attempt. And this guy Mueller, and Mueller it, was an important part of that insurance policy. In fact, he probably was the insurance policy. Yes. I'm glad you said that because a lot of people are talking about the fact that, you know, Mueller was the guy who put locked up innocent people during the Whitey Bulger stuff. Let's also not forget that this man was Comey's best friend. This is also the man that handed over Hillary Clinton's Uranium One sample to the Russians back when she sold off and was a part of a sale of 40% of our nation's uranium to who? To Russia. He was a whole... And had to have been emailing her on that Clinton.com email server, too. He just had to have been because he was director of the FBI. If he was communicating with her directly at all, it had to be through that email. Absolutely. Or through Huma Abedin, who he knew was a, a proxy for her. Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, then, then we got Rosenstein, who handpicked Mueller, who had no business sitting even in his position as a deputy or, or acting director of the Department of Justice. When he was a material and witness. In an interview with Mueller and President Trump just a day or two before that. Yeah, he was a material witness. Legally, he wasn't even allowed to be to be overseeing an investigation in which he is a material witness, particularly given the fact that this is the dude who the IG, the inspector general, already said that the at least the last three of four FISA warrants were illegal, which means Rod Rosenstein signed his name to an illegal FISA warrant. He had no business being involved whatsoever. I get why. Uh, Barr kept him along because to have him stand behind Barr and say, well, Mueller, in his bizarre, twisted, you know, uh, hack manner, decided not to reach obstruction. Me and my guy Rosenstein said there was no obstruction. I still don't think that that was the right play. I think they should have gotten rid of Rosenstein. Do you? Yeah, I, I, I think he was conflicted out from the beginning. I think Mueller was too conflicted. I don't think somebody who ran the FBI for 12 years and denied there was any problem with FISA when he did it or any problem with agents uh, making false statements either should have been conducting this investigation, much less the people he picked to do it. Absolutely. And Rosenstein allowed this to to uh, to veer off into destroying the lives of General Flynn. Uh, Roger Stone, Manafort, uh, Michael Cohen and, and taxi cab crap that had nothing to do with it. Mueller comes out today. My job was to was to investigate Russian interference. Really, hack? Then why didn't you pay attention or bother to investigate the uh, the where the real Russian interference was, which was at the heart of all this in the beginning, which was the Steele dossier, which was Russian disinformation paid for by Hillary Clinton. 
yep. I mean, there there was no semblance of fairness to the investigation or truth-seeking mission to it whatsoever. Let's get into from you as a uh, former federal prosecutor this whole upending. Comey uh, rewrote uh, the rules of or the law, I guess, however you want to state it, when he came out and said that he crafted intent, which was never an element of finding anybody guilty of the Espionage Act in order to cover for Hillary Clinton. He never said in regards to Hillary Clinton, I'm unable to exonerate her. Then Mueller comes out and says, well, I'm unable to exonerate, which is not a part of our legal system whatsoever. We have a Department right, of Justice. The presumption of law, I mean, the presumption of innocence on its head yeah i mean it completely upends the beyond a reasonable doubt standard of proof the presumption of innocence everything i think every american should be concerned about this but the left isn't these the, the democrats don't care that we are trampling we this was was something that concerned with me about brett kavanaugh and i and i'm not a fan of kavanaugh's i and, and i wasn't in terms of his nomination i he made me queasy from the beginning i don't like him but i don't like what was done to him the left is trampling our constitution and our civil rights up and down i've got rachel bovard's going to be here in a minute to talk about the lower courts and how they're trampling our constitution and and our legal system there's too much power being given to the department of justice and when they're allowed to get away with treating americans as guilty until proven innocent we've got a problem here don't we we've got a big problem Uh, americans writ large have lost the sight of the presumption of innocence and one of the things we desperately need to do is restore it from criminal jury trials in our states and counties to our federal trials and especially this process. How do we do that? Uh, We've got to, we need to start teaching civics in schools again. Yeah, that's one thing that we need to do. We also really need some accountability. You know, Barr said in his interview with Bill Hammer a week or so ago, he said he still considers Bob Mueller a friend. I hope he reconsiders that today because Barr, uh, uh, Mueller spit in his face today. When he comes out and says, I would have indicted basically, but for uh, the, you know, regs or, or a decision in the Office of Legal Counsel, he basically called Barr a liar. Yeah, it was after he told Barr the exact opposite repeatedly and in the presence of Rosenstein. So I just, uh, it's unfathomable. And, uh, you know, we've got to remember, too, this isn't the Mueller report. Mueller's refusing to testify because he, he didn't write the report. He didn't conduct all the interviews. He didn't read the millions of documents. Andrew Weissman was running the whole show. There's no way Mueller could withstand any sort of valid cross-examination on this, aside from his vulnerabilities on countless other issues with respect to it. Like, did you ever email Hillary Clinton at clintonemail.com when you were director of the FBI? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I had heard that Mueller hadn't even been in town for the last nine months. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that it was the 19 henchmen and that actually in the last couple of months they weren't even in town. They had this wrapped up. Not only did the, he know day one that there was no Russian collusion and this was all a ruse and was there to do the bidding and, and continue to mislead the public. The manipulation of the American people is astounding to me. But he also – this is all about interfering in the elections and not just 2016, but they manipulated the 2018 midterms with all of this. There needs to be accountability. Uh, and I'm hoping that Barr, some people are starting to speculate 
that Barr is 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 buddies with Mueller and he's in on it and in on the fix. Um, I'm hoping that somebody will be held accountable because this is really serious in our country where we literally have a true deep state interfering and controlling and affecting our elections, overturning the will of the people. Rosenstein, who signed that phony FISA warrant, I believe that he offered to wear a wire to trap Trump in order to invoke the 25th. And we've got a horrible double standard that people are absolutely sick of. Yeah. And we need some accountability here. There's I, I don't know if you believe uh, I've asked you this question before. I don't trust Inspector Horowitz because I, I think that he failed. First of all, he doesn't have any teeth in his investigations. He can't subpoena people that are no longer with departments. I think that he did a Comey uh, with his last report. Barr's got this new guy Durham in. They are saying they're going to get to the bottom of it. A whole lot of stuff is about to be declassified. I don't think that there can be any trust until there's not only a routing out of of everybody but prosecutions. Who do you think will be held accountable or do you, Sidney Powell? I don't know. We'll know a lot more after we see all the information declassified. But I agree with you that for the rule of law to survive in this country, we must have equal application of it to people regardless of their position or their power or their political party. And that means holding the people in the FBI and the government writ large responsible for their absolute criminal conduct. Yeah, we've been hearing all day today, no no one should be above the law, including the president. Well, you know what? That also includes the secretary of state who transferred classified information all around the world and jeopardized lives of operatives on the field. That also includes a former president of the United States, Obama, who launched an illegal spying campaign against the opposition party, Spygate far worse than anything that Nixon did. It also includes a former FBI director, James Comey, and all of his underlings. So I I need to see some heads rolled before um, I have faith ever again in the FBI or the Department of Justice. Sidney Powell wrote the book on it. It's called License to Lie. Also, if you want a Creeps on a Mission t-shirt, where can they get it, Sidney? Creepsonamission.com. And there's a reason (laughs) Mr. Mueller's at the top of the picture. That's right. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Sidney Powell. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned because we're going to talk. We've got another area in this country to where uh, the Department of Justice is hijacking our nation to overturn the will of the people. And we're going to talk to Rachel Bovard about that when we come back. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer 
Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it's... It's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes eyes. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I- I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION11 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION11 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION11 to 350350. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the last half of the show. You know, we like to start the show a little easy. Then we end it a little rough. Yeah, joining me now to continue the discussion about how the left has amassed too much power in the Department of Justice and not just with the weaponized deep state, but also in our lower courts. And we've talked about this before on the show, this issue, but I don't think anybody's really put it into context as to really how big and grave an issue it is. It really is a constitutional crisis. And it's it's national injunctions. And the article is at americangreatness.com. That's amgreatness.com. It's Rachel Bovard. She's the Senior Policy Director for Conservative Partnership. I hope I got that right. Hey, Rachel, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. 
Hi there. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you for writing a great article everybody needs to read. You know, discussing lower courts and all this kind of stuff may not be as sexy or as exciting as talking about, you know, Mueller and what happened today or some dude lighting himself on fire on the White House lawn. Um, but we've this is actually a serious crisis, these national injunctions, aren't they? Please tell everybody what a national this national injunction issue is and why it's such a serious problem. Yeah, it's a huge issue that's not getting nearly enough attention. Uh, But basically, a national injunction allows a single district court judge, so a a judge in in a region of the United States, to stop a national policy for the entire country. And we've seen this across the board with the Trump administration, literally since he took office. Uh, single regional judges have been putting, uh, halting basically Trump's efforts on everything from uh, his travel ban uh, to trying to roll back DACA uh, to saying that nuns don't have to buy birth control as required by Obamacare. All these things that were done by executive order under Obama, regional judges are now saying that Trump cannot undo them by executive order. Yeah. Um, and this is a huge issue that Attorney General Sessions raised and Attorney General Bill Barr most recently last week, has been raising as an issue as well. What it can either uh, – well, Jeff Sessions absolutely did nothing the entire time he was there. He recused himself and handed over the prison to uh, the you know prisoners. And um, Barr uh, you know, raised the issue again, noting, according to your article, that there have been 37 injunctions issued a- against President Trump, more than one a month compared to that where there were just two issued against President Obama during his entire fir- – were his first two years in office. And that, uh, according to Barr, only 27 national injunctions were issued in all of the 20th century. That's astounding. No, it, it was an, an infrequently used legal tactic. You know, judges were very hesitant to use it because it is so nuclear. It, it is literally stopping a policy for the entirety of the, of the country, basically until it gets to the Supreme Court. Uh, but since Trump took office, you know, the left has used this to their advantage, and they, they've done something called forum shopping. They've gone around and they've found these courts that are friendly to their cause, uh, you know, with liberal judges who have no problem it is stopping Trump from implementing any number of the policies that the Constitution says he has the right to do. And again, so many of these policies were put in place by Obama under executive order that these judges are now saying Trump cannot use the same method to repeal them. Uh, so this is a huge problem um, and one I think that really is plaguing the country. It's creating political chaos across uh, the country as the courts sort of put the kibosh on what is a, a supposed to be a Democrat process, democratic process that works across, uh, you know, the branches of government. Yeah, because we're supposed to have equal, uh, co-equal branches of government. We're supposed to have separation of powers. It's supposed to be Congress, right, uh, cr- crafting legislation in this country, as well as the occasional executive order from the president of the United States. And what we have is we have the American people went to, to vote. In 2016, the majority through the Electoral College, which is our our electoral process in this country, elected President Trump. He's trying to do his job. And instead of being allowed to do his job, we've got one individual in a lower court able to stop and overturn the will of the entire nation because he's doing the job that he was elected to do. And then one judge in one area can stop that in its tracks, can basically seize and hijack the entire nation. 
with the, with the swing of a gavel. And I don't know what Bill Barr or anybody else can do about it, but maybe we as Americans can at least, uh, because I don't know if we can get some of these judges impeached. I don't know how long their appointments are for or what we can do about it, but it's a real serious issue. How can, how can the executive or how can Congress get their jobs done? How, how, can, how can any agency or any department operate with this kind of thing happening? Yeah, and this is, I think, why this is now being raised, because it is stymieing the function of the legislative branch as well as the executive branch. And there's two real ways this can be addressed. You know, the first is by changing the law. Congress has control over the courts, and Congress has the ability to impeach judges if necessary, as well as to redraw some of the district courts. It is unlikely that will happen because you have a bi- you know a split bicameral legislature right now. You have a House, you know, Democrat House and Republican Senate. But, and this is the point that Attorney General Barr raised last week, the Supreme Court can take up this question. The Supreme Court can say, you know, these nas- the use of these national injunctions is inappropriate. It is out of step with what the founders intended. Uh, the executive branch is asserting itself far too much over, over you know, the other branches. And so uh, that is something I think the administration hopes will happen. Uh, but in the meantime, Bill Barr shone a light, I think, on the political chaos this has been creating particularly when it comes to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, that's the DACA program, and that was the executive amnesty program that Obama created mm-hmm. out of thin air when he was in office. And Trump has been trying to undo it by the same method. However, judges, these district court judges using national injunctions have stopped that. And Barr raised an interesting point, which, which was that uh, Trump was able to use DACA to get Democrats to the table to negotiate some kind of immigration reform. Uh, and that was ongoing when a, when multiple lower court judges stepped in and said, no, no, you know, Trump cannot uh, act on this question. We are putting an injunction on it. And as a result, this yeah. question has been stymied. Yeah, this, the, Democrat, this is, you know, the, the will of the people has not been able to be done on this question simply because of, of these single regional judges. And that's a huge problem. Right. Yeah. So we've got the FBI and the DOJ interfering in our elections with phony investigations meant to, you know, spying, implanting spies and spying on the opposition party campaign and trying to frame President Trump and do everything they can to try to undermine him, including Mueller today. And another way to try to launch a coup and try to, you know, undermine and overturn the will of the people is is legislating from the bench. And, you know, this, you know, our our country and our government has just been completely taken over with corrupt. um, This is Marxism. This this is this is Marxism where people feel and these judges feel completely entitled to to control uh, through a centralized force, control us. And there's got to be some way that we can stop it. And maybe the way that we can stop it, Rachel, is through the Congress. But we got the Republicans got to take the House and uh, keep control of the Senate and reelect President Trump in 2020. That's one thing that we got to do. That's true. And more people need to start talking about this issue because it is flying under the radar, but it really is stymieing both the Congress and the executive to be able to do their job. Yeah, it is. Rachel Bovard, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Everybody, read her article at amgreatness.com. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned because we got breaking news out of Louisiana when we come back. And we also have breaking news from the border. Some more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students, 
students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Summer means high energy costs. This is Dennis Prager, and I have news of a terrific offer that will help lower those high energy bills. For a limited time, Brothers Home Improvement, your local window experts, and Simonton Windows have teamed up for a huge Daylight Max Savings Sale. Get up to $1,000 off on the beautiful newly installed Simonton windows with the latest technology in thermal efficiency and maximum daylight. Get 0% interest and no payments for 18 months on approved credit. Act before June 14th and you can get up to an additional $300 rebate from Simonton. For 25 years, Brothers has been installing quality windows with lifetime warranties. Brothers Home Improvement Windows and Doors, a family of nine brothers and sisters, always striving for your complete satisfaction. For a free estimate, go to SanDiegoWindowExperts.com. That's SanDiegoWindowExperts.com. Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands, like My Father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco, too. They feature a selection of Exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere. But if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. Hand me down my walking cane. Hand me down my hat. Hand me down my walking cane. Hand me down my hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a good mood tonight because it is hump day. Okay, DJ Carrot Sticks, if you do decide you want a new job, there it's is a hump a, day. Yeah. Hump day. There is a, there is a new position being created by the U.S. Border Patrol called the Border Patrol Processing Coordinator. Oh, that's like that's like calling a housewife a domestic engineer, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, because these uh, this is supposed to be uh, a new position. Created for, according to Carla Provost, chief of the Border Patrol, she said, I am committed to providing the men and women of the U.S. Border Patrol the resources they need to accomplish their border security mission. Really? Um, Instead of what they needed to be sending down there is a whole lot of bricks and mortar and all kinds of stuff to erect a big, fat, beautiful wall. We're going to talk about that in a second. No, instead... They're um, posting for Border Patrol processing coordinators who will be tasked with feeding, cleaning, transporting, and other general tasks for illegal immigrants in Border Patrol custody. They hand them a lay when they get off the plane? Yeah, they might as well, right? And a Mai Tai. Or should that be a margarita? Huh? Because if they're coming, I don't know. Can you believe this? What What else are we supposed to be handing them? It's like, you know, we've got endless supply of money, so we can we can fund all this stuff, bring them over, make them feel home. Welcome wagon. Well, yeah, welcome wagon. Where is the coordinators going around helping the homeless veterans, giving them food, change, a change of clothes and helping them? This is absolutely outrageous, and this is happening in the Trump administration. And I'm not busting Trump's hump. He's done everything that he could. We were just talking about Rachel Bovard. Every time he tries to get something passed to do an executive order, it's overturned by some lower court. Where's the Republican Party in helping him here? It's ridiculous. Um, and, and here's another story. So getting the wall built, the Republican Party wouldn't build it. So this guy, do you guys remember Brian Colfate? I never know if I'm saying his name right. He started the GoFundMe for We Build the Wall. Um, that He's the founder and organizer. He collected a lot of money for it. Uh, according to a report here, Steve Bannon says that they got – about um, the project cost $6 million and involved hundreds of workers. It took four days. They completed nearly a mile of the wall. Great news, right? And Colfage, Colfage, I'm not sure I'm saying his name right, says he plans to sell a portion of the wall to the U.S. government. But get this. Right about the time they got the wall completed, the mayor of Sunland Park issued a cease and desist order saying that they didn't follow proper protocols and didn't comply. Uh, he says, we build the wall. Brian's response was, uh, we build the wall has done everything that they need to do to be in compliance with all regulations. We had members from Sunland Park City uh, government out to inspect the site and to witness the first concrete pour. We believe this is a last-ditch effort to intimidate us from completing this historic project by a local government with a long history of corrupt, corruption problems. He says, we believe we have the correct permits. We've done eff- everything necessary uh, to remain in compliance, the city inspectors. So here we've got, we've got a hero that started a GoFundMe, got a wall built through private funds, and then we've got, this is just more. This is just what we were talking about with Rachel Bovard. You've got these officials that are doing everything they can to stop the will of the people. This is absolutely outrageous. Somebody on Facebook said that they've been on the phone with this mayor's office. We need to bombard this office. We need to tell them you must not you, this isn't just more abuse of power. It's more, it's more abuse of power like we see with the FBI and the DOJ and Mueller. Abuse of power with these lower courts dictating in their robes. And this is an abuse of power by elected officials. This is outrageous. 
But here's some good news on the part of elected officials. Louisiana Democrat governor, uh, the Louisiana House of Representatives passed another a heartbeat bill, kind of like Georgia heartbeat bill. It passed uh, the this abortion ban passed 79 to 23 on the vote Wednesday. And John Bell Edwards, Democrat governor in Louisiana, says that he will break with his party and sign the bill. If it passes his desk, Uh, the Senate uh, already approved the bill with amendments that include language to require an ultrasound and clarified that abortion did not include medically medically necessary terminations. So Edwards has said that he described himself when he when he was elected in 2015 as a pro-life candidate. He says that he will sign this into law. He says, as I prepare to sign this bill, I call on the overwhelming bipartisan majority of legislators who voted for it to join me in continuing to build a better Louisiana that cares for the least among us and provides more opportunity for everyone. Uh, This will only take effect if a similar bill in Mississippi uh, is held up in a federal uh, court. So there's a federal court already in play. Mississippi passed a ban at six weeks. Um, A lower court, again, as we talked about with Rachel Bovard, stopped it. The Mississippi ban uh, is uh, not at heartbeat. It's at six weeks when everybody's upset saying, well, a woman doesn't even know she's pregnant at that point. Well, unless she's been in the hospital in a coma, she's no, she knows she's had sex. Okay, you know. Your reproductive choice begins, unless you've been raped, your reproductive choice in, 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 um, began at the time that you made the choice to have sex. So you know. You know. And there's actually even a morning after pill. So if you wake up, if you, if you had too many... Uh, shots the night before, you still wake up knowing whether or not somebody, there's a morning after pill. So um, anyway, hat tip to John Bell Edwards down there. So now we have, some of the people are saying that this could backlash against the Republican Party. Um, I, I don't see that happening. I, I don't see this happening as a backlash uh, to the Republicans because we have technology now. We have actually more people coming to the pro-life side because this is not 1973 anymore. Or 1978 or whenever. I don't remember the exact. I don't remember if 78, I think, Roe passed. (coughs) In which uh, you could get it over on the American people that it's just a wad of cells. We now know it isn't. In fact, in San Diego today, DJ Carrot Sticks, I don't know if you heard about little little, um, Sabi is what the nurses are calling her. Sabi spelled S-A-Y-B-I-E. She's the world's smallest surviving baby. She was recently released from Sharp Mary Birch here, which is our women's hospital in San Diego. Uh, and you can see the photo that was posted on Instagram by Fox 5 San Diego today, the world's smallest surviving baby. She was born in December at 23 weeks. She was weighing just 8.6 ounces. 8.6 ounces. You guys should, uh, oh my gosh, I'm getting choked up at this little miracle. You guys should see, yes, Mary Birch is an amazing hospital. My my niece and nephew were were born there, and my nephew was in the NICU uh, center. But this is, this just truly shows the technology that, that, and, and how babies are able to, this whole viability excuse is absolute nonsense. DJ Carrot Stace, you got to go check out this baby on posted by Fox 5, Little Saby. That's not her actual name, but they're protecting uh, the, the, uh, family and their privacy. What a little doll baby she is. She named her Thumbelina. Oh my gosh, she is just. I think Sabi just just suits her just darling, beautiful little face. So, um, hat tip to San Diego. Um, here's a little story. We've got what about a minute and a half? I don't think I need any more than this. John Cleese. Do you know who that is? No. He's a, I think he was in A Fish Called Wanda. He's a British actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was also in a TV series in the BBC called uh, The Faulty Towers. He's 79 years old. Uh, He 
uh, revealed last year, he's, he's under fire today because he said that he was moving to the Caribbean because he was disappointed with Britain. He said that he uh, that some years ago, I opined that London, he says, was not really an English city anymore. He said, since then, virtually all my friends from abroad have confirmed my observation, so there must be some truth in it. He says, I note that also that London was the UK city that voted most strongly to remain in the EU. And he's being accused of being uh, racist. But, you know, anybody who's paid attention, we've had... Uh, Katie Hopkins on the show many times. You're, she calls it Londonistan. You're more likely to have acid thrown in your face in an Islamic Jihad attack in London than in Kabul, Afghanistan. So, John Cleese, you're just speaking the truth there, my friend. And a hat tip for you to speak it. We'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.